When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is the Talking Texas podcast. My name is Daniel Tulum. It's your boy, HH. We do the podcast every Tuesday, and then we release it on Wednesday. <laughs> I'm still not used to doing this, like releasing mm-hmm. on Wednesday. Um, remember to follow us. All the links are in the description. Half of where can people find your stuff? Half of footballhot.com, baby. I'm at Daniel Tulum. Carl is apparently at the Leipzig City game, so he's not mm. here. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, go check out the talking with I did with the homie Deji Farumi. That was a good one. Cool. Um, anything coming out on the hut that people should know about, AJ? Just same old content crack, man. Same old content crack. Content man. crack. When is the when are we getting the content crack FC back popping? When I have time, it's just, it's just, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a busy man. I'm a busy man. No, I keep thinking about it. I'm we're gonna work about just that. I just have, to, I just have so much stuff that I'm doing, man. So, I, but, you know what? There's not gonna be FIFA 24. So, oh yeah, uh, who knows what video gaming will look like? Football video oh, so, gaming. So, 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 so this is the last FIFA. I think and then so. it changes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, they might go to 2K. So the people that make NBA oh, 2K sure. and yeah, I think they FIFA might be looking. But at apparently, that, people but. said this. Currently, NBA 2K wasn't very good because I wanted to buy it on the Switch, but then I saw the reviews were really crap, so I was like, oh, shit, okay. Mm. I think anything that stays with a particular company too long, it just becomes, eh. Yeah, it becomes, because so, you, know, you need competition, is, which is why, like, when, when Prevo came, FIFA became better. Like, when when Prevo was not around, it was like, because Prevo came around FIFA 99 2000, it came out of FIFA 99, and when... Prevo came out. FIFA was like trash, but oh, this is much better than FIFA. Just up the games. Okay, we now have a competitor. So we now have to really up our game now. Mm-hmm. When when Prevo came, so let's start with Arsenal. I don't know if we've given Arsenal enough credit over the course of the over the season. So I always ask where you want to go, and then it, it invariably becomes a Chelsea discussion. So we can get to Mason Mount in a bit, but I want to know your feelings and thoughts about Arsenal at the current moment. They handled Fulham quite easily. They're dispatching with the teams that they should be. And, I mean, they're getting the points that they need. I don't know. Quality, man. I mean, it's, it's about character. They, they're one of the best teams, I just think, in the world. They mm. have really good players. They're in form. They've passed many tests. All that matters now is sealing the, the deal. Because this, this is now, like, they, like, they've passed all the tests. The final test right now is, can you hold your nerve? Liverpool were five points ahead before they played Chelsea. And then look, look, look what happened. And that was with what three games to go. Mm-hmm. So people say, "Oh, it's over." Like, bro, Liverpool lost the league with three games to go and five points ahead. So my thing is, five points is nothing. It just takes one or two games, like a draw here, a draw here, a loss here, then boom, things can just switch. So the thing for Arsenal is, can they hold enough? Because they've got to play Newcastle away. They've got to play Liverpool. They've got to play Chelsea, and those are all very, very tricky games, man. So, but. It, they they have a very they have a very good chance. They have a very good chance. And I think people know they have a very good chance. But it's it's thirty eight games. You have to do it mathematically. And Liverpool that's that Liverpool season showed us that it's not over until it's over. I think when you look at the schedule, there are like 
what, what do you call it? like games where you can see them dropping points hmm. um but there aren't games where i don't see city dropping points either i don't this isn't the, the same game, city yeah. where you know we just hand them 18 points in the last six games and everything just goes as it's supposed to if that were the case i feel like they'd be closer to arsenal than they than they are right now which i think is five points um obviously there's the game i believe at the etihad that has to happen so that could close the gap and then i think the next game for arsenal they play chelsea if some scheduling thing doesn't happen in the middle so i mean there are parts where you like ooh like arsenal that should be tricky techy whatever it is but on paper, Chelsea looks difficult. On paper, Liverpool looks difficult. But given the context of the season, how difficult are those games really for Arsenal playing the way that they are right now? It's not to mount pressure on Arsenal. I know Arsenal fans are a bit like, yeah, don't don't make us favorites. Like, but bruh, you're playing very well and you're playing worthy of me thinking that you should win. That doesn't mean you will. So maybe you know that makes you feel better. I know people don't like being assumed champions or champions elect or anything like that, but they warrant deserve should receive all of those types of accolades before the game starts once the game starts then we can tell but you know ahead of time i don't see chelsea beating arsenal i don't see liverpool beating arsenal i can see city beating arsenal but you don't see liverpool beating arsenal at anfield i can see a draw but i don't see liverpool winning i think liverpool whether they win they can win of course, of course they can, but I don't see it happening. You know, it's just my opinion. I'm not, you know, God or anything, but um, I think Liverpool had their one big hit against United. They hit them 7-0, and then they come the next week and lose to... Who did they lose to? Bournemouth? Yeah, Bournemouth. So, I mean, Liverpool, I, I, I don't know what to make of them. I know what to make from, from Arsenal so far. So that's why I'm, I'm confident that you at least get a point at Anfield probably win the game and then chelsea i mean can <laughs> you watch chelsea <laughs> can you can you guarantee any points for no. chelsea these days i mean i don't think so when i just look at their team as you mentioned number five odegaard Xhaka, saka martinelli has been really good they got jesus back who looked decent um or at least <laughs> even if he's decent i think he's a vast improvement on enketia and those guys so it's a really really good team there's no star player. There's nobody who scored like, you know, the Haaland numbers or something like that. But they get goals from everywhere. The defense, White, Saliba. They're just solid. It's just a good team. Zinchenko even. Zinchenko has been great, man. I mean, no, like, I think the, the biggest surprise is how they've coped without Jesus. Because hmm. the whole thing was like, oh my gosh, Jesus is down. This guy's going to be screwed. And then they've actually, they actually did pretty well. Look, I mean... And this is the question I asked Arsenal fans, and I had different answers. If Arsenal don't win the league, would they bottle it? Some say no, because our, prior, our objective was top four. So if we come second, that's still good. But at the same time, that's a loser's mentality. From this position, with how well Arsenal have played and how they've led the league for most of this season, if they were to lose it, it, it would be a failure from a particular point of view, and they would have bottled it. It depends so, how close... So from this point, if City tracked them down with 10, 11 games left, I wouldn't call it a flop as such because City were always kind of close with those games in hand and two matches against them in the new year. 
So it wouldn't be a flop as such. But if we get down to like the scenario you, you, you laid out, like 13-14, where three games to go, you had Chelsea at home, lost 2-0. Then the Crystal Palace game, which I know people focus on the Gerrard slip and what that meant. But the Crystal Palace was the one. They had to win that game. And I think it was Dwight Gale who was just like, nah. Right. So, and then I forget who they played last game of the season. But if it went that way, you have a hand on the trophy, which I can't say Arsenal have just yet. Like, they're close, but their hand's not fully on it. And then it just, <laughs> not to use the word again, but it slips <laughs> with, with, with a few games left. Like, it depends on how they lose it, if they lose it. But I don't want to put that energy out there because I don't think they will. I think... This is their season for just for whatever reason. And if you look at the, the the time, they're due. Arsenal are the third biggest club in England. You might argue with that. Chelsea, second biggest club in the world, heavier shirt, all this, 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 this. But Arsenal is the third biggest club in England, and they haven't won the league since 2004. It's time. It's eventually time. Like, I, And I feel the same way about United to an extent. Within the next two, three years, they have to win the league. Law of averages or percentages, like something must happen to where those teams win. It feels about right for an Arsenal title win. 2004, undefeated season, and they haven't won since? Come on. That's, That's unrealistic. So I would like them to win it as well because I like variance. There's there's only so many times you can watch Manchester City win the league. Maybe I'm not supposed to say that as a, what would you call it, Chelsea. A proper Chelsea. Proper former, Chelsea. A, a former Chelsea fan. <laughs> no, I'm man, you're a proper Chelsea, Chelsea fan. Chelsea, That's what I am. Um, and do you know what? Okay. There's so many teams that have beef with one another. United have beef with Arsenal, Liverpool, and then kind of sort of Chelsea more more recently. Arsenal have beef with Chelsea, Spurs. I don't know about Arsenal, Liverpool, but Liverpool basically have beef with everybody. So Manchester City have become this, this team that nobody really hates like that, not even United fans or Liverpool fans, to where if City win the league, it's almost like, None of our rivals have won. So everything is almost good with the world. But Arsenal winning, it feels a particular way. If you're a Chelsea fan or definitely Spurs or United and you live in London especially, like there's something different that hits when they win rather than City because City is a relative new kid on the block. So it doesn't feel the same. Like City can win the league 20 years in a row and nobody will care in that sense. But let Arsenal win it once in 20 years. It's like, oh, man, I can't let this shit happen, bro. City have to chase them down. Like, this can't happen kind of thing. I'm trying to get away from that tribalism, tribalist foolishness. And if Arsenal played the best football on balance for the 38 games, then they should win it. But they have to keep going. That The season isn't 27 games, it's 38. So. Yeah, 38, bro. Anything left on the on the bone? Well, you mean regarding to with the, the the title? No, look, man. As I said again, it's 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 going to be fun to just to see how how it ends. I mean, again, I'm still sticking with City. I think City will will somehow get it done. But it's 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 been a good ride. It's been a good ride, yo. Um, how would you kind of frame going from seven nil to losing to Bournemouth? Like, how do you square those two things? Do they make sense given yeah. the season, or is it just kind of football being football, and that's how you make sense of it? Um, no, no, like it's it's what for footballers, man. You know, it's like um, um, that game was in a vacuum. Mm. It was that game was it's a rivalry. What United fans were saying beforehand, it's being at Anfield, and as a player, 
when you look at a fixture list, there are particular fixtures that will always jump out at you. If you're, if let's say you've just been bought by Chelsea, you know that man, Arsenal, Tottenham, those are the games. If you've just been bought by United, you know you know that Liverpool, City, those are City, Arsenal, those are the games. So if you've been bought by by Liverpool, you know that Everton, United, those are the games. You know so. I think that they were Liverpool. They wanted to prove some. They wanted to prove a point because of what they were reading beforehand. Of oh my gosh, look at how well United are. This is where United can really end Liverpool's season. United, you know, Rashford is in form. Look at how good the defense is. So they wanted to prove a point. Bournemouth just showed that Klopp is the wrong guy, and there's something systematically wrong. So even if there's something systematically wrong, you're always going to get the anomaly, and the anomaly was the United game, but. And this shit, the normally was the Bournemouth game, 9-0, and this one is 7-0. But that loss to, to Bournemouth just showed that, yeah, ultimately, the, this has not been a good season for Liverpool. Ultimately, there is inconsistency. And ultimately, Klopp, as a whole, on a consistent basis, is not really moving the team forward. So, Bournemouth just showed that, look, the the the, the bigger picture is, it's it ain't it. But you'll just get those, and those anomalies like the 7-0. So, you're done with tick... Oh yeah, yeah, nah, 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 nah. nah, nah. <laughs> it's no, no, it's it's more like D-Tech, D-Tech. Don't don't trust the club. Yeah, D-Tech, D-Tech. Do you know? I've always kind of suspected that Salah's penalty technique would do that to him at least once on like a major stage. Because I feel like he just, and I don't know how major yeah, the Bournemouth like stage him, is, but he just kind of goes up and smacks it. It's it's more to to me. Salah and Vardy are kind of the same. Oh, so you're just going to just smack it really hard. I don't even think you know where it's going to go. It's just you're trying to get it on frame. Um, David Luiz was another one like this, where it's just like, so you're just going to keep going back and back and back and back. In the Champions League final, it worked. But then in the League Cup final, he smacks the post. It's just like, I don't think you're aiming it. I just think you're hitting it hard. Mm. And for Salah, I feel like he does that. I don't know if he aims it. He just hits it hard. Like the one that he converted to to get Egypt into the 2018 World Cup, I think it was. Mm. I think he just hit it and just hoped but there's no it's not like when you watch tony take a penalty or balotelli might be the best example or someone like hazard at his best or neymar even there's like some skill here where i'm trying to get the goalkeeper to go this way or i'm not even looking at the ball my head is just focused on where the goalkeeper's moving yeah the best technique is balotelli that is that is the best penalty technique because 99 because and also it's funny messi changed his technique because mm-hmm. Messi's technique used to be just be hit it and so forth. But then during the World Cup, he changed it. And it's a risky one to take. But the, the issue is 99% of keepers, they're going to commit to a move and they won't move on to the, the very last second. So the best technique is the Balotelli technique where you go and you pause and you wait for the keeper to shift their body weight to one side and then you then pick your spot. It's, but see, you have to good. have a... There's two things you need, I think. The technical proficiency to be able to do it, added with some level of arrogance to think, I trust my technique enough to even try this. No, no, so, it's, not, it's not really arrogance. No, no, no. It's not. No, it's, for me, no, it's, 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 it's skill. It, trusting in your skill is arrogance. There are some people who might have the technical proficiency to wait and wait and wait and do it, but they don't have the faith. When that technique doesn't work, where you wait and, it, and you're just basically rolling it, it looks so bad. So you have to trust that this is the right thing to do. And Balotelli has the level of arrogance, I feel like, to where I'm trusting my technique and I know this is going to work because I've done it a bunch of times. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. 
if you put me in that situation, I'm just going to hit it and hope because I don't have the trust in my technique or anything. I'm going to wait. I'm going to outsmart the goalkeeper. No, no, actually, actually, no, and well, I'm going to well, roll it and he's just going to save it. No, but there are, there are three techniques though. Go for it. So there's the smack it. <laughs> there's a place it. And then there's a way to see. I always went for placement because... I know that if I go for for power, I'm going to miss. <laughs> because, like, I was never a power shooter. So, for me, whenever... Because my thing was um, run straight at the ball, side foot to bottom right has always been my thing from day one. Because I know that if I if I smack this whole thing, I'm just going to mess it up. It's just going to go wayward and I'll miss. So, I I have more faith in Let me just place it. So, and, and, it's, and, and the funny thing is that, so basically, it's like defenders smack it. And normally, defenders are actually very good at penalties. Like, a lot of attackers place it, you know. But my thing, though, is you can say that it's, you can say it's, it's, it's arrogance, but almost so it's just that it's a technique that works. Like, if you fail, you fail. But the whole idea of, like, basically, it's when you, you do research, most keepers, to get to one of those angles, you want to move as early as possible. So you can try and get to the bottom right as a a keeper. So simple deduction is like, okay, wait until his body weight goes to one side. If I go the opposite side, he has a 0% chance of saving it. Because once as a keeper, you put your body weight to one side, it, it is too short a time for you to now change your, your body weight. So literally, once you get that thing right, and you know that, oh, he's going there, boom. Every day after, you're always going to score. It's, it's about your skill and your mm. technique. I don't know if I have the data to back this up, but this is what I would guess. If you're right-footed, you're going to jump off your left more times than not. So that means you're loading up on your left. And if you're loading up on your left, your body energy is probably going to want to go to the right. If you're, le- I would assume left, I'm not left-footed. But left-footed people load up on their right leg and dive the other way. So I'm, I would love to see the, the, the statistics or the data of how often left-footed goalkeepers dive the opposite direction and right-footed Goalkeepers dive the opposite direction. So you're saying right-footed keepers tend to direct, uh, tend to jump in a certain direction. I'm saying I wonder if. I'm saying no, no, because as a keeper, your job as a keeper is where do I, where I'm going to take an educated guess as to where I think this guy's going to go, and then you dive there, <laughs> you know. So that's the thing of okay, So because I'm, I'm right-footed, I tend to know like as a keeper and and so forth. You know that this guy can go either way. So I've got to make sure that. I can dive to my left and make sure I can dive to my right. And when you see any keepers, I don't even have to look at the data, whether it's before, Neuer, or so forth. They're playing on terms that they've made saves to their right, great saves to their right, and great saves to their left. <laughs> you know? Actually, so, the, no, okay, I no. phrased it wrong. I phrased it wrong. Do keepers have a tendency of saving shots on one side of their body rather than the other? That's, that's what I meant. If I shoot to the right of a left-footed goalkeeper, does he save that more than if I shoot it to the left of him? Is there any discrepancy in one's ability to dive left or right given the dominance of either leg? And maybe goalkeepers don't have dominant legs. Once you get to a particular level, everybody's just elite. Like, I'm sure you shoot it one way on Courtois, he's going to save it either way. No, no, no. But, but, but again, it's like, because okay, this was the only time I was in goal because they, they shot me in goal because I was young. And I saved three penalties during this shootout. Hmm. And the reason why I did that is because, which, 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 and this is why I did it because that's now I know how to take penalties. Because I remember it was Brazil, Netherlands. And I woke up and I was like, no, that's how you take a penalty to fool the keeper. You run straight. Who was your model? 
what am I was my my model for what was there a, was there a particular player or the whole team no 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 no, no no the whole team so okay. all the Brazil team they all ran straight so when I was in goal because the way I I could make an educated guess was they ran at an angle so because they ran at an angle I was like the way his body's movement is like that is I think he's gonna go this way I think he's gonna go that way if you run straight all I can do is guess <laughs> if he runs straight all I can do is guess but if you're running at an angle I'm like. There's most likely this guy's gonna go this way. We debate penalties way too much. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. But but but, but basically, the thing about basically World Cup final, UCL final, whatsoever, because you know that this is the difference between winning this trophy and not winning this trophy. So oh. the best advice you give to penalty guys is pick your spots, go there, and I'll say run straight. Make it as difficult for the keeper to guess where you're gonna go as as possible. So make sure you choose your place you wanna go, hit it right and true run straight if they save it they save it basically the worst thing is you mess up with the technique and it makes it easy for the keeper there are times when you did everything well the keeper just had an amazing save then you just, then you just play you know what hey hand it to you bro that's a that's, that's a great save so you know okay but, but, no, but, but it's it's a purely it's purely psychological okay purely let's psychological. let's 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 nail some things down would you advise putting height on the shot or do you keep it on the floor on the floor so you're rolling it as Fast as your technique allows, accurately wait, into so, 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 a corner so, wait, or down wait, the middle. Is this me or my advice to players? Your advice to players. Here's the thing. <laughs> what I would do isn't what I would tell you. No, no, no. See, see, defenders go for, go for power because I believe in your power to be accurate with it. Because it's weird. The, the defenders are very good penalty takers. You know, for attackers, hit it. Um, go for placements. So the defenders hit it high. Be accurate on targets. Attackers go for placement. We will we will come back to this at some point later in the podcast. I'm sure. Let's let's go. Let's get into it. Oh, is this Grom? <laughs> I'm just anticipating what this could be. Um, so Chelsea played against Dortmund, I think, and Mason Mount wasn't he wasn't in the team and he wasn't on the bench. So there's a complicated Chelsea group that half constantly leaves because he doesn't like Twitter groups. No. Um, but in there, there's a bunch of people. And I was like, is Mount injured? And I received a response, I think from Ralph. He was like, yeah. Oh, Ralph. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's where he is. Join the group, bruh. I don't do Twitter. I, mean, I told you, I don't do I, groups. I hate them. I hate no, Twitter groups. The, 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 the only group I actively am in is my family group. That's <laughs> it. Like, apart from that, I don't do, like, all the groups, I mean, I, I hardly en- en- engage. So I, I have to be in the family group. So. I'm not a fan of groups either, but it's a fun one. I, mm. I don't like the messages. The, uh, not the messages, but, like, the, the notifications. Yes, yeah, so notifications because when you just go, there's just so many messages. And so I'm like, oh, bro, bro. But it's just that I have to be part of the family because I just have to make sure that everyone is cool and see, what everyone on, is doing. So On Twitter, you can turn off notifications. So, like, on your phone, you don't get the constant pinging. Oh, yeah. Like, you can mute those. But even when I go on the app, I don't like seeing the little dot. So I try to make sure I read everything. But either way, either way, Ralph was like, yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. Then Forward put in the group recently some new information that had come out. Mount isn't injured. He's not playing because of contract disputes. And the whole group was like, oh, Abdullahi, everybody going crazy. Get him out of my club. Um, at least I think that's what happened. At least that's, that's, that's the story I'm willing to tell. Whether it happened or not, it, it is what it is. Forward put that in there. 
you know, Chelsea aren't playing him basically because of contract disputes, which made me think, is Grom working? Obviously, Chelsea know nothing about this. Maybe they do. But how do you feel about Mason Mount seemingly, I don't know, being at odds with Chelsea? Mount's played his cards a bit wrong. I think Mount's thought that look, because I think you're aware, especially now in the social media age, you're aware of your value to fans. And Mount's thought that my value to fans gives me a strong bargaining chip in contracts. That's not, they're not going to get rid of the, the most beloved player and so forth. But the reason why he played his cards wrong was Bowley and the amount of players coming in. Mm-hmm. And the amount of quality that's coming in. Because I told you, when I went to Stamford Bridge, it is it is crazy. Because <laughs> you should have seen the video that they did. So these two Welsh guys came from um, Chelsea fans. And these are two these are two friends. And they have completely polar opposite views of, of, on mounts. One friend was like, nah, get him out. We don't want guys who know who know we've been part of here and so forth. The other guy's like, nah, 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 he's Chelsea thrown through. He has he's gonna stay. So it's literally is extreme as to guys who are fully for him and fully against him. So, but I think the, th- the issue with Mount though is read the room. Pre-Bowley, oh my gosh, you've got a strong batting power and so forth because you know, you've, you're one of the better performers out there. I always said like, if Mount is the best player in your team, I don't know how far you're going. But now you've got Enzo. Now Nkunku is coming through. Felix, could he stay or could he go? And who knows who else could come in? And you're now seeing that who knows where, who knows um, how much better Chukumeka could do. Cocaine. He's a trash player, but he mm-hmm. does a job for Chelsea. They know that Chelsea, Chelsea know that in a strong position because they know that it's a split. If we had let him go like two years ago, man, fans would go crazy. If we let him go now, yeah, some some will be unhappy, but a lot of guys would be like, I seen what the freaking ends we got for freaking Enzo. Okay, got a freaking walk, walk up with one of the best young midfielders in the world. So for most, I think for the majority of Chelsea fans, they'll be like, okay, good riddance. But like, like, there are so much better players out there, and there are funds to get better players out there. Like for Mount during the Lampard era transfer ban, okay, it is what it is. But now you can buy players, and there's so much better players better than you, and cocaine is a better alternative to you. What are you gonna do? So and also because this notion that. Man, if Mounts leaves, so one guy said that he doesn't want Mounts to leave because look at Salah, look at De Bruyne, look at Musiala, and you see, I didn't say this to him and so forth, but I wish I, I said to him that, are you saying that if Mounts goes to Liverpool or whatsoever, he'll become as good as De Bruyne, Salah, or Musiala? No, sorry, just, just no. I can already see what Mounts' ceiling is. Like, make, he's a, he can do a good job. He can be a good player. But he ain't, Musiala is one of the best players in, of, of, in his age, age group. We already know what, what De Bruyne has done. We already know what the hell Salah has done. There is no chance in the hell Mans will ever be to the level of those three players. No way. And that's why, because I knew that it's probably not an inch because I could see the body language. Like it's, it's Southampton game. I could say, okay, yeah, this, this guy isn't fully here. He's not fully here. And I think managers can tell when, okay, guys are not fully here. So for, for Quidditch was like, look, I can't have you part of my squad when you're thinking about contracts, disputes, and so forth. Because I think in Mount's mind is, I thought you valued me. Because he was like, you know, Mount's Chelsea run through Chelsea, Chelsea. But obviously the contract that they're giving him is showing that, no, this is what we actually value as. And for him, it's like, oh, wow. All right, really? But it is what it is. But See, it's like, you have to understand that your, mm. your bargaining power is not as strong as it was like two years ago. He has to understand this. The problem... 
I've always had with Mount, or at least Mount's deployment, not him himself. I think the player is he's okay. Seven out of ten, generally. Mm. He's always been played out of position. He's not a wide player. He's a central player. But because he w- he's been earmarked from Lampard to even Tuchel to Potter, he's played wide. Like in the Southampton game, I think it was, they started Fofana, Felix in behind. Oh, was it Mudrik or Madueke? It was Madueke and Mount. Yeah, yeah. Mount was wide, and then you had Enzo and Kovacic in the double pivot in the 4-2-3. But, but remember, he was a false line in the second half. But he, he was moved centrally. But he started wide and he's been played there far too often to where that is the the almost default place that you would play him. Not in the number 10, not in the double pivot, but you'd put him wide, especially when you go 3-4-3. Three, three. He's not one of the two in the middle. He's one of the guys in behind the striker, which necessitates him playing wide in most cases. Once you earmark Mason Mount as a wide player or somebody who primarily plays there, and he's not one of the midfielders. Well, what do you do? We need to go get Enzo. We need to loan in Zakaria. We need to bring back Connor Gallagher. Why? <laughs> to fill up the numbers in the middle of the pitch because we don't have those players there. Then you sell Jorginho, okay. But Mount is still considered somebody who's number 10 adjacent, but really a wide player. And once you do that to him, which has been my complaint the whole time, you bottleneck both the team and him because ideally he's a number eight in a 4-3-3. That's what he is. That's why I think if he goes to Liverpool, it's damn near perfect. Technical midfielder, he can pop up with goals, take corners, he'll run till it hurts, All the, the pressing, all of it. But Chelsea trying to play him as essentially a left winger on in a 4-3-3 or 3-4-3, I look at it and I'm like, bruh, nah, you've the managers have almost played him out of the team because you're not picking Mount over Enzo. You're not picking Mount over Kovacic. Any manager with the brain is not doing this. And even in midfield, as you said, oh, and once you bring in Felix, <laughs> I mean, what, let's, it's not even a discussion where you're going to play at number 10. So the only place you can play him is wide. And should you really be playing Mount over Sterling, over Mudrik, over Madueke, over... Pulisic. Pulisic, shit, even Ziyech. No, No, because that's not what he is. I understand in Lampard's fervor almost to get him in the team that he pigeonholed him in a place or position and he gave him the left wing. But he's he was never been a left winger. And that's that was my that was always my complaint. You said that Lampard effectively screwed screwed, screwed him over. I think so. And because of how Mount is now seen as one of the players that's an, in the attacking three rather than somebody who's in the midfield three. I mean, Chelsea have gone out and got midfielders and they've got players who can play behind the striker and that's not Mount. They tried it and then it didn't work and then he hasn't been in the team since. So if he doesn't realize this and he's still holding out that I'm going to play 40 games, I'm going to start 40 games a season and all competitions and everything, when the team has now moved on in many ways from what they have in midfield and what they have in the wide areas... There's no real place for Mount in the team, ideally, unless you're trying to force him in the team. And the only person who was willing to force him in the team was sacked from Chelsea and sacked from Everton. Potter has no loyalty to Mason Mount on some deep level like Lampard would. Or perhaps even Tuchel, because Tuchel won something with him. So maybe you would say 
I came here. You were playing well. You were the main person in the team. I'll keep you in the team for purposes. Potter doesn't have to do that. And the team's playing like trash anyway with you in the team. So it's very easy to take him out and put somebody who actually fits the position that you're that you're looking for. So your point about Boldy, I think, is correct as well. Once you start buying players, I mean, I don't need to keep you. And okay. I would and I would add to the Boldy point. He's a, he's an academy player and academy players don't have it's pure profit. You don't have to worry about amortization or paying anything off. There's just once you sell that player for 40 million or 50 million, 60 million, however much it is, that goes right into the FFP or whatever new regulations UEFA have. So Mount has been screwed his whole Chelsea career without knowing it. If Mans goes to Liverpool, what happens? He becomes one of the best midfielders in the Premier League. Oh, wow. You, you, actually, you actually went there. I've always said Mount has the potential to be one of the best English midfielders. Meaning for his so, country okay, okay, and so, so, in the so, league. So, so, so let me real quick. Would Chelsea regret sending him to Liverpool? No. It's a perfect move. It's, they wouldn't regret it because they'd make money. They wouldn't regret it because they take that money and buy a better player. You, jo- you just said uh, he'd be the best midfielder in the, in the Premier League. No, no, so no. I, I didn't know. Whoa, 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 whoa. One of the best. Not the best. That's different. And uh, let me let me modify that. One of the best English midfielders. Oh, oh, well, oh, oh, well, all right. <laughs> that, <laughs> That's a different. Now, come on. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, it's what's, not what, nothing. Compared to what's it's Milner, Henderson, and what's like freaking <laughs> Fairbanks, you know, or Bartholomew, come on. Man. No, but like, I mean, you're dealing, oh, I guess in the Premier League. Uh, if I think about England in general, like I'd, I'd put him probably like somewhere below Bellingham. But still good. Like, I I think there, there is a player there that can be used. Well, you know your useful brick category? I don't think Wait. Mount is a brick, but I do think he's useful. He's just a useful, good player. I've always said that for Mount. He's a great squad player to have. Exactly. That's, that's just what I was about to say. If he was used in the proper sense, basically a jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none. If we yeah, need you yeah. to play false nine, you can play there. If we need you to play number 10, you can play just there. If you need shifts. to play on the wings, yeah. you can play there. If we need to put you at six, you can do it. Eight, you can do it. Even wing back, I don't know why he's never been asked to play wing back given the amount that he runs. Mm. Never been asked. Loftus Cheek is asked to play out there, who doesn't have the engine. He has the dribbling and he's better technically, but not Mount. Mount and Gallagher get away with the duty of playing wing back. You can come up with your own reasons about why Hudson Adoy and Loftus Cheek and those guys have to, Sterling have to play out there. Pulisic even have to play out there. And Gallagher and Mount have never asked, but that's his own thing. But he he should be somewhere that you, you can fit him in anywhere except striker, goalkeeper, center back. And if you're playing with the back four, the fullbacks. And everywhere else, he should be able to play. But when you take him from that role or what should be his role and you give him the star boy role of you're on the free role damn near, you don't have to do that. <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> like you're you're our new hazard. You you're the Messi of this team. You're the whatever you want to say. You're our Pele. You're our Maradona. Whatever the Chelsea fans are trying to give him, nah, it's not gonna work because that's not who he is, and that's not who he's been trained to be over the past three, four, five years. Unfortunately, so he's not the same player that he was at Vitesse. Put it that way, or even Derby County with Lampard. So you ask the question. Chelsea fans will regret him leaving full stop, especially a particular section. Yes. Then there's a particular section, maybe closer on our side, where it's just like, no, good riddance. <laughs> 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 he, 
him and Gallagher. Like, there's a, there's a bunch that if they left, I, I know a lot of people yeah, will be happy. Yeah. And when I say people, you know what I mean by people. No, 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 look. But Co- cocaine has his uses, man. Cocaine has his uses. I, I think Billy's playing well. I call him Billy Eilish because he looks like Billy. Oh, yeah. oh, I think he's yeah. playing well, and he gives you the energy and effort. I don't. You. I don't think. I, you can't have two of those in the team at the same time. I don't think. You can if you're like Newcastle would be perfect for like Mount and Gallagher and like the try hard running and the Northerners and the Geordies. They'd love them. They'd love it. But the objectives that Chelsea are trying to win league, Champions League, Champions League. I don't think you can have those guys both in the team at the same time. For me, you got to pick one. I think I'd pick Gallagher. Me too. So, and I, and I don't have to whisper. I'll, t- I'll t- pick it. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, if he goes to Liverpool and Klopp stays, I think he's going to look really good for what they want from him. And I think Klopp would be smart enough to play him in the way that he's meant to be played, which is as a number eight. And he would score 10 to 12 goals every season. He'd get you eight to 10 assists every season. He'd give you the pressing. Fans would love him. He'd sell shirts. He's always going to be in the England team, especially if Southgate's there. As I said, he's a 7 out of 10 footballer. He shouldn't mm. be rated as 9, 10, somebody that you build the team around, but somebody who can contribute to a winning team. I think he's proven that. He's just not that that next level of elite talent. He's not it. No. Chelsea fans want to give that to him, but I haven't seen evidence of it. And I don't want to rail about it. I like him. I just don't like how people use him as a political tool. Like, if you don't like Mount, then you're against Chelsea. If you don't like Mount, you're you're against the academy. He's just become, I don't know, just like a litmus test of what a Chelsea fan means. Did people do this for, like, Josh McEachern or... No, Gail, no, it's, no, 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 it is weird. Gael Kakuta. It's like, we didn't, like, it wasn't no, like this. No, no because you have that guy, Matt Law, um, who said, like, it would be one of the biggest mistakes for Chelsea if they allowed Mounts to go. And I was like, bro, like, is this guy like your mole or your inside <laughs> source or something? Like, basically, what I think is it's... Like, no, no, finish. because yeah. maybe people are just using it different as, because like, maybe people maybe people are like in an alternate universe and are seeing a different Mounts from the one that I'm seeing. Because the guy I'm seeing, as I said, he's a 7 out of 10. He's a great squad player. He ain't Enzo. Okay, he ain't Kovacic. He ain't Kansi when he's fully fit. The pass so that Enzo gave to Havertz. Yeah. 2-1 Mount's not doing that No he's not No way He wouldn't no even way. see to do it he wouldn't even Much less have the technique To pull it no. off No So And this is the thing I think it's a win-win If if Chelsea get rid It would hurt Some fans in the mean to, In like the short term But long term You would get 60 million You would help your books In terms of financial fair play And You could get A better midfielder Or Ideally A better wide player because I think Nkuku is going to play through the middle. Maybe maybe he'll play left and then he'll come into that half space and play more with Havertz or whoever the striker would be. But I think Chelsea can do better. But there are places for Mount to go where he turns that 7 out of 10 into an 8. He just won't become an 8 at Chelsea the way that they want to use him. And now that you have midfielders, he's never really going to be used there. Unless if Kovacic doesn't sign a contract... And you have to choose between we give Mount the contract or Kovacic a contract. I might pick Mount depending on what Kovacic wants. And then we haven't discussed the return of N'Golo Kante, which is another midfielder who people seem to forget exists and seems to be signing a contract. Once he comes in, there is no midfield place for Mount. (laughs) Like Like, I think even Kovacic would be out of the team 
because you would play Enzo and Kante, yeah. ideally. Man, Enzo, imagine that. <laughs> imagine Enzo and like a fully fit Kante. Ah, uh, don't don't get me started. But yes, um, there's a classical coming up. Is this important, or have Barca basically wrapped up La Liga? Oh no, it's over. La Liga is over. It's over. You know what? I need to look up the table to refresh my memory. La Liga I think it's, it's it's nine points. Nine points. Thou art correct, mon frère. Yo, speaking French, I just remembered. We got to talk about Benzema. <laughs> um, oh. But Madrid have 56. Barcelona have 65. So even in an ideal world, it's ideal if you're not a Barca fan, that gap closes to six points, and then there's no other meeting between them, at least in the league. So Barca, Barca going to win. And then there's like a huge, not a huge gap, but there's a distance between Madrid, Atletico, Sociedad, Betis, etc. Um. Is there anything really to pick apart at Barcelona? I mean, we could talk about the referee thing. I, for me, I say where there's smoke, there's fire. So I thought you said if <laughs> if there's a thief in the village, he'll thief in the village. You don't, you know, I don't, I don't understand how people don't understand that analogy. Like I say, if a guy steals in a village and he takes him to a palace, he'll still steal because a guy I, who steals in a village steals in a kingdom, steals in a palace, steals no. in heaven, steals in hell. No, no, that's yes. not correct. If yes. you're in Walmart, you might steal something. If you go to your friend's grandma's house, you're not going to steal. Says that's who? not how it works. Says who? <laughs> if you're a, th- a thief, is a thief, is a thief, is a thief. I've stolen stuff at a Walmart before. I've never stolen from like an old lady or wa- or a friend. Oh, please, but even when you stole from Walmart, you were not um, utilizing your your thief tendencies. You just, bro. I remember like my friend who stole like some chewing gum from like a shop, but he wasn't stealing stuff. Yeah, light stuff, who... light stuff. By the way, yeah. I, I I never got into. I remember I had a friend. I won't name his name for uh, legal purposes. Take tags off different things in Walmart and paste them on other items. So he would take like a sticker for like a I don't know like a toaster that costs fifteen bucks, hmm. and you would stick take that sticker. And you would put it on a bicycle that costs two hundred, oh, or a wow. television that costs five hundred, and people would scan, go to self self checkout, scan. The, wait, wait, the, no, 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 no! Don't you need a freaking machine to remove the tag and put the tag? No, on? no, no, no! It's it's like a barcode. People would just take the barcode sticker and oh, okay, self checkout okay. with the little boop boop. Thing. Oh no, no, no! But would. Wouldn't I'm not advising anybody to do that, by the okay. way. That's some shit. Don't do that. Wink. So, so, so this must have been like before they maybe up, updated the. Oh yes, this was stuff. this was 2000. I won't give the exact year, but the mid 2000s. So okay, okay. This right, was right, this right. this was before. This was like when first che- self checkout first got. Oh, okay, off. okay. Oh, the order on then yeah, then people, it was it was lit, man. No rules. It was the wild wild west of checkout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was oh, like, wow, so you those could, days, man. <laughs> so you could take a sticker off like deodorant and put it on a MacBook, yeah. and basically come up. I was like, God damn! But I, I was never, I never went with them to the store. My jail story is more, it's more trite. But <laughs> in, in, in in any event, what are we talking about? Cheating referees? Yes. Once a thief, always a thief. It depends. But you see. Everyone always suspected that Barcelona were doing something untoward, shall we mm. say. So if any information comes out that hints towards, confirms, or otherwise corroborates information that we already tend to believe or would want to believe in any event about Barcelona, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go. And that's what happened. I mean, people were talking about 2009. It had nothing to do with UEFA. 
is more La Liga. But people are going like, yes, we know. 2009 yeah. is a robbery. Yeah. <laughs> like, take Champions Leagues, take all Messi's trophies. Pep is a fraud again. How many times will Pep cheat? <laughs> Pep is in two legal cases. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, guy, the guy's fighting two, two, He's two gonna cases. He's going to be breaking man. rocks in Attica. Like, I mean, like, come on, guys. It's worst case, Barcelona get fine. La Liga might be stupid. They're not stupid enough to do what Italy did with uh, Serie A, where they take their best team and put them in the second division. They're not going to do that. And I think La Liga is way more dependent on Barca than the whole of Serie A was dependent on Juve. So, I mean, they'd have to really... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, yeah so I think that's a point that, that someone brought up. La Liga ain't throwing at Barca, bro. Nah. <laughs> like, they needed them. Come on, man. <laughs> all the super league claims and people like oh our league is broke we need this we need that you're gonna take the second most popular team in the world and just put them in segunda (laughs) no no that's not happening no 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 no, that's not happening madrid though i did want to ask you about benzema and Deschamps. did you see what's going on where yeah go for it so what was the good? Isn't it? Uh, so um, he said that. So apparently, um, Deschamps said that it was Benzema's decision to leave Qatar for the World Cup. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you can take it. It's fine. Oh no, 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 no! I don't even know who the fuck that is, man. So. The only person who would call you is a telemarketer or like your mom. So make sure. Yeah, I mean, because I wish if I if I don't recognize the number, then I'm like, nah, I'm right. I'm <laughs> I mean, if I get a phone call, it's normally my parents because they're old, yeah, <laughs> or a telemarketer. It's never like somebody my age, but yeah, but it's, um, people that's within like because everyone uses WhatsApp, you know, mm, or like text um, messaging, Instagram. Yeah. yeah, back in the day, you actually text messaging was hard, where you had to press like, oh yeah, three, no, no, three, no one, three, no one, four, no one five, ever five, texted. Five, yeah, 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 yeah. Too much. It was too much. And then shout out to Steve Jobs, man. Shout out Steve Jobs. Do you remember the sidekick? Did you guys have sidekicks? Was that like and Blackberry? Nah, it was like, it was a phone, but underneath the screen was a keyboard and he like slid it out. Oh, that rings, that, 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 that rings a bell. That rings a bell. A bit of static coming off your mic, but it'll be fine. Don't worry. These things. Oh, wow. Okay. Do you remember That's these things? I think my brother had one or something similar. So like this part here, like this, um, this was a screen and it like swiveled and then it revealed the keyboard. And once you had an actual keyboard to type on, I feel like that's what, like Blackberry, you're right. And this, yeah. they like really, a oh, sharp sidekick. I guess maybe in oh, the UK, you guys that, have that, that looks very high tech, man. These were lit. It, it had like the, you had the phone on the left, all the buttons on the right, then yeah. you would slide it and get the keyboard. And you can oh, see wow. like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine for like phone calls and stuff. Always, it was like a. The only people that I really knew had those were like people who sold weed though at school because <laughs> they had the money to buy them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yes, uh, what were we saying before phone call came? Oh, yeah, yeah, Benzema, Benzema. Benzema, yeah. Deshaun- yeah so, so, so he called Deshaun yeah. like a clown, innit? So uh-huh. Benzema won't be, won't be in Germany for the Euros then. We tweeted. He retired. He retired from the national team. Oh, when so, did he retire? Like immediately after the World Cup, like the day after the World Cup final, he retired from France. Bro, he didn't do it during the competition, I guess, because he didn't want to make a distraction for the yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I think the story goes: Deschamps says that Benzema's injury wasn't as bad, so he told him, "Kind of chill here and wait." That's his version. 
And then when he, the next morning, Benzema was already on a plane out of Qatar. So then I guess Benzema hears this story about like, <laughs> I could have stayed, but then I left. And he's just like, nah, you're a clown. You're a liar. You're this, you're that. I think I tend to believe Benzema. Because Im- immediately when he got back from Madrid, even in the group stage, there were rumors that the injury isn't as bad. Mm. Like it immediately came once he got back to Madrid that the, the hamstring isn't as bad. You can't tell me that the doctors in France wouldn't have had the same scans. And he could have come back last group stage match, 16, quarter, semi. Maybe you wouldn't do it for a final because that's just a little bit oh, too no, much. No, no, no. I, I was always against Benzema coming back for, for, for France during the well, World you Cup. Well, have, you have Mbappe narratives you need to get off. Right? No, 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 no. I think it was. I know even, and people will call me crazy for this. I just think, look at what mm-hmm. Giroud was yeah. doing. And if you come up, you're, you're messing up. Because obviously up until the final, the, the team just had a good balance with Giroud. Mm. And Benzema coming, you're just messing up that balance. And especially during a World Cup, it's, it's messing up the equilibrium for, for, for the but whole you team. you don't have to. You can keep him on the bench. And just if you need, break glass in case of emergency. That final, I mean, you asked Mbappe to cook, clean, sweep, vacuum, mm. pressure wash the house, clean the gutters, install a new roof. <laughs> like they, they retile the bat. They asked him to do everything that that project needed. Maybe if he had somebody who he could play off, because they took Giroud off after was it forty minutes? Not even halftime. Yeah. But again, I think bringing Benzema into like World Cup final, like that whole week would have been just a total mess. <laughs> so I understand why they didn't do that. But I would have brought him back earlier, like quarterfinal round of sixteen, before the England game, I think. But I tend to I tend to roll with Benzema on this one. That I don't think Deschamps ever really wanted Benzema back in the national team, but he played himself into the national team based off just the form that he's been in for the past two years, three years even. He had to be picked for the Euros. He had to be picked for the World Cup. And he just so happened to get an injury. And it was just an excuse to be like, ah, you know what? I, I think you need to chill. And maybe the way he told him, no, 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 you're not going to play. It's fine. Maybe the, like, maybe what Deschamps said was correct, but the way that he said it was more dismissive than Benzema had a chance. Maybe oh, yeah. Benzema heard it, and he's like, so you're just not going to play me then? Well, if you're not going to play me, then just fuck it. Why should I be here? And that does seem like a Benzema thing to do. Like, fuck it. If you don't want me, then fuck it. I'm going. <laughs> Julien Laurent said he took the 808 flight out. So, like, the first flight out of, what's the main city? Doha? Oh, yeah, Doha, yeah. He took the first flight out at <laughs> 8.08 in the morning. Just like, no, 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 I'm gone. But yeah, I, I would think Benzema would have wanted to stay for the World Cup. No. That's just my suspicion. Last, last thing, last thing, bro. Do you have anything on the table, man? Because we're at an hour, so I don't want to hold you. That's oh. core. Cause I ain't trying to hold you, bro. <laughs> I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> freaking, freaking Laura. You know, no, I'm Gucci, man. I'm Gucci, Gucci, Lucci. <laughs> Do you know, actually, okay, I, I have one last thing. I have one last thing. The who has more natural brick talent, Yasir or Core, is a great discussion. <laughs> but no, 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 where do you know? Like, Core is naturally ta- talented, but Yasir is, is more consistent. <laughs> so Yasir consistently shows, shows up on Silver Bunch. In terms of just natural born talents and so forth, it's, it's Core. Core is Messi, yeah. Yasir is Ronaldo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, like like I guess he, he works out as a, at, a, at his brickness, man. I know, yeah. look, look, the, the brickness is gonna be, be be close, man, boy. But yeah, he's, he's putting up numbers, man. I think you might need to add yourself based on the, the oh, analogies. Just stay away from analogies, and you'll be fine. Please, that that that, that analogy works perfectly, but people I, just you know don't what? Uh, you know, I did I I did the I did the hangout on Saturday, mm. and I realized, man, I miss. The old hangouts, like the Google hangouts. Oh, Google hangouts. I miss those times. But, 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 no, but no, what's so funny? Like, the only reason why it's called hangouts is because it's called Google. It's because of Google hang. Like, it was never called hangout because, oh, this is the name I came up with. It was because it's Google hangouts. <laughs> and, it's so, and it's so crazy. It's like, because it's just so funny how stuff works because as it went down, someone just sent me an email. Oh, yeah, there's this thing called StreamYard. We're just starting up. You should actually check it out. I was like, oh, we're fine. Man, I, I, I remember when you told me because we were having a slight crisis of where do we go? Yeah, yeah, because of Google the, Hangouts and everything. And you were like, nah, I think I found something out for, for the Hangouts that we do on the weekends. So, And now I mean, every, everyone pretty much uses it. Google, Google bricked that so Google, like, Google us because if they had actually properly and you're freaking Google. You could have really refined it and done it properly, and that could be another huge money maker. Because Google is already attached to YouTube. Yeah. Like Google owns YouTube, and then, and I, not that they were to know that COVID was coming, but mm. I mean, people doing teleconferences and like these kinds of communications. Yeah, no, no, over yeah. the basically, they didn't. They, they, they didn't really look at like basically like. It's stream- like Netflix and Blockbuster and those. Yeah, kinds yeah. Of, like, you, 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 you didn't think ahead, man, because. The future is live streaming. That is the, the future. I think mm. back when we we're doing the podcast and everything, people didn't realize that, no, no, the next big thing is like, I told you, most of my videos were, the bulk of my videos were all offline, like where I'll sit down, I'll edit, you know, I'll take time to edit, put stuff together. But then I said, oh no, the market is changing. You have to, you have to go live. It's about instant, instant reaction. You, you've got to go live and people want that live stuff. And that's why it's weird. YouTube still haven't really, it's still not built for live streaming yet, which is what mm. Twitch is. But no, like live streaming is, is 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 the key thing, man. It's the key. Th- and like if you had an integration of YouTube with a Hangouts kind of a thingy, boom, that'd be super. But and it was it was right there for them to do. But then they went to like the monetization model. Mm. It's like no, 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 no. You missed the step. No, no, because I think because they wanted to combine it with I think it's Google Meet or something. I mean, they had this other suite that they were trying to get. People yeah, Google into. Suite. Like yeah, they yeah. Me- they messed it up so much. I was gonna say something. What did you just say? Maybe it'll trigger my memory. No, about Streamyard, about how the game has changed. Everyone going live. Oh, I remember. Thank you. And you guys can count this as an extra because we're just talking at this point. You, you you said like your old videos were more offline. And I was going to say, like, I appreciate the live model, but there's something, especially in, in the way that you do it. I do like those, like, I think you'd release them Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, where you just take a topic and you go for 10, 15 minutes and you just talk into the camera. It's almost as if you're doing live, just that there's nobody there. Mm. Like, I, I do appreciate those in a different way. Because oh, 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 you mean like the seven, eight minutes videos? Yeah, like oh, I like oh, those. Oh, no, no, those. Those remind me of like the old school, like when you were at the Oh, table yeah, you know, no, no, for me, I think what you, what you realize is you've got to cater for everyone. So there are those people who they love the, the live stuff for two hours and so forth. But then the guys who have work. So, okay, I'm back from work. I've only got seven minutes to, to spare. So, so if someone is from work, or let's say they're going out to work or they're on their lunch break, you're not going to listen to something for, for two hours. Three minutes, oh, four minutes, six minutes, 
boom, let me six minutes, mm. listen to this thing on my lunch break. Okay, back to work and so forth. So you have to cater for the guy who has a lot of time, the people in school, people in the evening who want to listen to a podcast and cater for the people who are on a lunch break, who have six, five minutes to, to spare. So my, the key thing is have all different, because watch the ideally, just that's why I need an editor. You have your two hour show and then you then break that into 10 minutes, that's 15 minutes, seven minutes increments. So then you're now catering for people that have different time allocations you know so let's see okay i want to no, no, because this is really yeah. personally for me i would prefer to do the offline stuff but monetarily financially what is more effective is the life stuff like life stuff is Definitely. still cool but it's very tasking because i have to host the show make sure people speak keep on topic read the super chats move from topic to topic and everything like that. and for two us so it is very very tasking especially if you're the, I'm the only because like terry he now has a guy who helps him read the super chats, who helps him with the stuff and everything like that, and helps with the, with the thumbnails. So he can delegate. Mm-hmm. For me, it's just all me until I find someone else. So it's 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 it's, it's hard, you know. You know, I was thinking like <laughs> when you say like you have to make sure people speak in things. My tendency when I come to like the hangout space is that old school Google Wild Wild West. So I'm and I caught myself like somewhere through. Like mm. I was talking over people a little bit too much. Like even last week, I was like, wait a minute, this isn't the same vibe. Like it's way, yeah. it's, it's, it's a lot more relaxed and you make sure that, okay, I need to touch Ricardo. I need to touch. Yeah, no, 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 no because, no, yeah, cause, cause it's all about feedback because yeah. you know, before I was like, no, oh, fuck it. Like, 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 like I just speak, but then guys will say, hey man, like, look, I, I, people can never finish what, what they want to speak. I can never hear what guys say. So, okay, fine. Feedback. All right. Let me, yeah. Let me now sort of make it a bit more thing yeah, so everyone has a chance to to, to speak. Because so. back then it was just oh no no, I mean, no bro, the, bro I press record and he just talked. <laughs> the quickest the 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 quickest person to get their sentence off and the yeah. loudest person who maintained yeah, their quickness yeah, of course, was the one see, who talked. It's it was literally a hangout. It's just seven eight guys just talking <laughs> and that's it. So if, and and if we, if we get too loud, okay guys, chill chill chill. Let's just relax and <laughs> everything and then boom. If you yeah. want that old school, like you gotta listen to Abdullahi's man. It's it's basically that same. Oh thing. yeah, yeah, like, the, oh, yeah. The, the the most belligerent person is the one who speaks. <laughs> it's not it's not ordered. It's like the, <laughs> Abdullahi tries for like five minutes to get to the next topic, and they're like waving him off like it's an ISO. <laughs> it's like no 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 no. Like we we are gonna talk about Mount and Potter more. Oh yeah, so, <laughs> that's interesting. But yeah, oh, man. Yeah. It's it's just it's interesting how the how the landscape has changed in the past three four five years but but again i do like those videos where it's like i'm gonna pick to talk about i don't know potter or why liverpool need to sack clock and you make those videos like i, I enjoy those and I, and I do think but i hear you on like you need variants for different styles yeah. of listener or watcher i guess but anyway this has been talking tactics um we thank you guys for listening you can catch us on twitter instagram are the main ones um half where can people find your work again uh, halfoffootballhot.com I'm at Daniel to look the one thing we didn't talk about but I'm writing something about it so maybe my mind just blocked it out um, you can find my writing on our target this week there'll be something coming to you either this evening or tomorrow about the BBC Gary Lineker oh that stuff yeah um, yeah your video on that was really good like I enjoyed it yeah and it even made me think I should probably I should write my own version of whatever I'm thinking about this so yeah um, just the BBC being found out a little bit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, all the links are in the description to everything. Uh, we thank you guys for listening. And yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always for ball. I almost forgot. Peace. Peace, peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.